Raw Impact Radio, I am Sir Blackson for the very first time. I am your current reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight champion. I'm not going to play the lady. I'm not going to play the lady, but he is your former. Well, not. I mean, it's been so long ago. Do you do you think we still need the former piece? It's been a while, man. It's been, like, it's been a while. It's like you have. It's soon to be. To be. I wouldn't put the soon in there. I would just say to be, and they make interesting movies anyway. But you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. He is. Uh, let's see. If we, let's see if it works this time. That's you. It still doesn't hit. Damn it. Back to the drawing board. He is your former world heavyweight champion, the Masto. What's going on, man? Are, are we good? Are we clean here? The way we, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, uh, let me get the title back. Basically, what we need to establish here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I heard them saying something about you know uh, WrestleMania forty two or maybe forty three in London or whatever. So I feel like that's the perfect time for you to you know finish your story and reclaim what it is that you know I currently hold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? WrestleMania forty two, forty three, forty four. You know what I mean? Twenty twenty six. It's going down. It's going down. <laughs> What's going on with you, brother? Oh, you know, right here, plenty of wrestling happening, you know, enjoying, enjoying life, you know. All right, good deal. So this past weekend, we had Money in the Bank. We had Monday Night Raw yesterday, obviously. So we've got some things that we need to catch up on. And of course, I am still your champion. So, you know, things didn't work out quite the way that the Mast Hope would have liked. Um, he, It was a very close battle, I will say. It was three to three in the very last match. Three to three. You know what I mean? It was neck and neck, man. It was really neck and neck. And it was just that one last, uh, the Usos and Roman. Like, it literally came down to the main event. It made the main event even more gravitational. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, I won. So, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and uh, (laughs) we'll come back and uh, and we'll, we'll get some things going after this. Blackston. Oh, motherfucking Moss. The Moss Hope. I hate when they make these groups and then they lose. How are they going to get over losing? Raw Impact Radio. Raw Impact Radio. It's your rumble in the jungle, the Mass Hope, and your thriller in Manila. And still reigning defending undisputed world heavyweight champion, Sir Blackson. You know, I, um, getting choked up. Well, people who cry on social media, like I, there's something about someone crying and then like filming it because it's so unnatural, but we were already filming it. I got to say, man, that, that really mm, right here. Well, not in the belt, but here in the eye. Okay. Right there. (laughs) (laughs) You're rumble in the jungle. I can see the George Foreman deal. I can see it. I can see it. Okay, I I gave you the better one with with the with the thriller in Manila, bro. I appreciate it, man. You are you are a a you are a the the beacon of class. If you no, you you just need the belt. That's all that you need is the belt because you exude champion. Can I tell you? We were kicking around the idea of um of like a new segment. We could probably get into it if you want, but I uh, (laughs) it's called wrestling with AI. 
And um, we, uh, I went through, I had it write up a storyline for one thing, right? But, and you know, maybe we can get into that later on. But I also asked it to write lyrics for an intro to the podcast. Would you like to hear what it wrote specifically about you, sir? Yes, I would love to hear what it this is. In, this is from verse two. Well, you, I'll read the whole verse or whatever, because it starts off with Sir Blackston, the master it's, it's of the bars. Mi- huh? Yeah, the AI is like spitting bars. It's spitting. It said, Sir Blackston, the master of the microphone with words that cut deep, he'll make the truth known. The mast hope, a symbol of justice and might fighting for what's right, shining <laughs> through the night. You are motherfucking Hawk Hogan. You are Hope Hogan out this motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I might just use that. I, well, now I got to I gotta figure out how, you know, if we were to put it to a, a track and maybe get somebody to rap it or something. If only we knew someone who was lyrically inclined and able to, you know, hit a beat and, and just keep going with it. I know a plethora of rappers. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel like I might be talking to one. You know what I mean? I might be talking to one currently at this moment. Really? Yeah. Is there someone else on the call? Do we have, do we have a special guest? Well, there are three screens. <laughs> I'm talking specifically about the masked hope. Who I feel like, you know, I feel like we, we've we've danced around this for some time. How do we get this to happen? How can we make this happen? How can we bring the brother out of retirement? I'm trash these days, man. I I don't even have the bars no more. I guess we're using AI. Yeah, we're bars. using AI bars. AI bars are this is just as good as any other bars, right? <laughs> bars are bars, you know. Bars are bars. Oh man, bro, money in the bank was crazy. First off, Roman Reigns got pinned by Jay Uso. Yeah, that, that I was not expecting that. I was I know. expecting Solo to take the pin. I know you weren't expecting it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro i i can't i can't even tell you like the shock of knowing that roman uh took this pin from jay man it was a great match just from start to finish the storytelling added so much to the end ring uh i thought that it was a very tremendous showing from everybody involved including paul most definitely the the little speech he gave the for the tribal chief oh yeah motivate him to get back in the ring that, that was beautiful bro before the was it before the pay-per-view or was it before the match i know at one point paul cut a promo and there are tears coming down his face he's like crying while he's cutting this promo to kayla braxton did you see that i, I, I think i missed that one yeah he, he cut this promo i believe in the pre-show or whatever he comes out of roman's locker room and he's like yo he's gonna stack him smash him spin him pin him or whatever and he's got like tears going down his face just 100 percent, 150 percent from everyone involved uh in terms of effort man it was it was a really really good good deal there yeah most definitely it was that it was definitely uh everything everything in that match and everything around it was just incredible so, I mean, it looks like they're going to go in the route of Jay versus Roman for SummerSlam. I mean, I know it's way too early for predictions, but if you were writing it, how would you write this story? You would think that Jay should beat Roman for the title. That would make sense. That would complete the story. That's 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 the thing what most people, I think, want. But I still don't think Jay is like main event level to be able to beat him for the championship. Mm. Now, what if what if Jay wins it and there is some circumstance under which he loses it very quickly? Like maybe a money in the bank cash in. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That would be that would be incredible. I would like that. Yeah. 
I mean, I agree. With, I, so I do think that Jay is capable of being world champion. And I think that he would be a very entertaining world champion. And I think that there are several feuds already built in thanks to this bloodline feud. Um, you know, you got deals with Solo, with Jimmy, you know what I mean? Roman, run it back with Roman. You still got Sammy. There's so many different ways that they could go. However, it does keep like the same few guys in the main event picture on SmackDown. And I feel like we do need to expand that. Where the fuck is Bobby Lashley? You know what I mean? Ugh. Don't even remind me. You're going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I just want my hurt business. Exactly. I've... I just want my hurt business. <laughs> What's that song? You ain't never going to get it. Ah, man, it's messed up. Um, but I, <laughs> I would love to see it. I would love to see uh, Jay become the world champion. I think that it would be awesome. <laughs> and, of course, a new uh, Mr. and Ms. Money in the Bank and Damian Priest and EO Sky. I mean, I thought I think both of them deserved it. You selected EO Sky. I selected Damian Priest. And I, I can see both of them cashing in. And becoming successful with their cash-ins. Uh, who do you think cashes in first? It, it's got to be EO. I yeah. feel like Damien Priest is going to drag this out just to further the feud with Finn Balor. What do you prefer? Do you prefer like a quick cash-in or like, you know, they, they do it like the same night? Depends on the situation. Um, for the women's, like most women cash in their, their uh, money in the bank almost immediately. I think Carmella is the only one that like lasted like about a year. So I I I prefer a long wait, not a too long wait. Like if more than three months, right? Somewhere around Survivor Series or something like that. Yeah, at the earliest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes. I don't feel I don't feel like that's like the opportunist thing to do to cash it in immediately because the people are like still on guard. Like uh, they know this guy got. The money in the bank, but if you if you take a while to cash it in, then it's like okay, they they they're calm down a little bit. Oh, this guy ain't gonna cash in anytime soon. He's milking it. Plus, you get to taunt the champion. Do you remember Big E with his uh, Paul Heyman stuff? The things that he would do with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns and all. Like I like oh, that. I kind love of that. Stuff, just man. just like oh, I might just cash it. Yeah, and it's I all just cash in. all a red herring. He never cashed in on him. He cashed in on Bobby, but just to give that champion the threat of the uh, of the possibility, man. I I like it. I, I love a good long, like, when it takes a good, you know, a good amount of time before they cash in. Now I like for it to be a surprise. Don't announce a cash in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I kind of liked how, how Big E was like, tonight I'm cashing this in. I'm, you can, and all right, so when I say don't announce, I mean, like, you can announce and say something like, hey, I'm probably going to cash in tonight. But I mean, like, don't go through the process of saying, okay, well, at SummerSlam, I want to use my opportunity. And then they like uh, do the promo cards and all of that. I don't want that. I want it to be spontaneous. Even when Big E did cash in, Bobby had already gotten his ass whooped. Right. So I'm here, that, that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of money in the bank. It's yeah. kind of like so you could get the advantage to beat the person. But then, it like, if Cody was to win money in the bank, he's definitely going to like. He's definitely going to like announce that he's going to cash in instead of just cashing in. Because he, he's trying to be that noble Homelander character. Pretty no, he really <laughs> is, though. He really is. Uh, so I was he's watching like, something. I'm going to do the right thing. Yeah. The challenge at WrestleMania. Oh, my gosh. That is such a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I think I think it's just I don't like baby faces. No, it can't be that because I like baby faces sometimes. I don't know what it is. He's, he's not a real baby. It's just face. him. Yeah, it's him. It's him. He's not a real baby face. And I've dealt with people like this in my real life. People who, who you know, you, you know the type. You know the type. People who pretend to be baby faces and really they're world champions. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's terrible. 
terrible. I was gonna. Yeah, sure we get this I camera. do know the tank. Okay, cool. Good deal. Uh, with that being said, man, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler attacked Ronda Rousey, and for me, this was the highlight of my night. Loved this is it. what really caused me my championship. Oh, I know. Like, I know, because you made the pick at the last minute. <laughs> we went on live. Uh, you, you came on. And I was like, bro, you know what? I've, I had the champion's advantage during the pod. You make the pick. And you made the pick. And it came out of nowhere. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful, man. It was a guarantee that Ronda Rousey and Shane Baylor was going to take this title back. There was no doubt in my mind or anybody else in the world's mind that they were going to take this title back. <laughs> and why Shane Baylor want to go with and j- turn on her partner like this while you're champion? Like, come on, wait till you lose the championship or something, man. Like, come on. It was be- like this, literally. This is, this is when I knew it was over for me because that that was like. I saw I saw your comment. <laughs> it was it was funny because there was literally no build for this at all. Like it was it was never teased. There was never a you know like it Damian Priest teased. and Finn have their oh what, what did I miss? You said it was teased. Apparently it was teased. Yeah, Shayna Baszler in her uh, in her outfits has been teasing like whatever characters she was doing were like bad guys or whatever that they, they turn on their partner or something. Really. Like that. I did so, not know I, that. I forget the name of the character. I love the deep cuts with the gear, where you got to know what the gear is before. You know what I mean? I, uh, even for, I think Becky Lynch. I thought that she was coming out dressed as Rogue, but she was actually dressed as Jean Grey's Phoenix character, and it makes sense because she has like the red hair. I thought she was Rogue. They were like, "No, bro, she's Phoenix." So, uh, no, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I, I, I got the. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that in in uh, in, in Shayna's gear. Uh, yeah, I I just read a report about it. And, uh, I think the character name was like Warhammer or something like that. Mm. And there's like a deep story behind it. But it, yeah, apparently she's been teasing it for like a couple couple weeks. That's hilarious. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that she's you know I'm sure we'll talk about her a little bit more in the uh, in the raw pre- uh, review. But man, that was that was an awesome awesome moment. That was what I was looking forward to from those two. It sucks now that Ronda's going to leave. Now that we actually got the thing with Shayna, which when you think about it, I mean, Rhonda. All right, so Shayna's your friend, right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you wait until you're leaving to like for them to do something with her. <laughs> like, that's wild to me. Why after you're leaving? You, you gotta stay dominant, huh? Yeah, she you, had to stay get, dominant. You gotta stay dominant, bro. <laughs> that's terrible. They were like, yeah, as soon as I'm out of here, this is all you. But while I'm here, under my thumb. Pretty much. <laughs> I want to stay on top of the card. I, I ain't losing to you. Uh, all right, now I'm leaving. You know what? Here, there you go. Get on top of the card. I would love to have seen, like, a really long feud between... And who knows how long, you know, Ronda has, so... Yeah, they, there's no report saying exactly how long she has, just that she has a specific outdate. Hmm. Cody defeated Dominic. I did not see this coming. Well, everybody thought Brock Lesnar was coming back. Yeah. Yeah, same. I uh, I thought that Brock was going to return. He did not. We find out now that he did not because Cena and Drew did, which I would happily sacrifice both of them for Brock Lesnar to have come back and rest me, you know, <laughs> give me a little bit more assurance about this thing on my shoulder. You know what I mean? But uh, it did not happen. <laughs> it did not happen. But uh, what do you think about the decision to, to not have Brock there because the other two returned? Like, 
Yeah, I, I'm with you. I would have rather Brock came out and uh, caused Cody the match. That that, that would have been more more fun than and give Dom some more credibility. Yeah, if Brock just came out and and he got the sneaky heel victory. I was gonna say like last night's match with Seth. <laughs> imagine if imagine if Dominic had gone in coming off of a victory against Cody Rhodes. How great would yeah, that, that would, be? That would definitely make him seem like a more a, a bigger threat than to just come in off of a loss. And you might actually believe that he might have won if that happened. And did he? Well, yeah, I guess it was a disqualification. Yeah, I mean, we won't get into it in the raw portion. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about the returns of of Drew and, and Cena? Like, which one do you think had more weight to it? And which? Well, how do you feel about those returns? <laughs> uh Definitely, definitely Drew had more weight to it. Um, Cena just, it was weird. Cena's just like kind of begging for a WrestleMania in London. Yeah, it was, it was super odd. Yeah, it was like, hey guys, I'm here. Do you want a WrestleMania? Maybe you should make some noise for her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should tell the government so that they can pay for one because that's, that's really what it's about. Um, yeah, it was weird. Like it was, I don't know. It seemed like a desperation babyface attempt, but I think that everything is a, des- a desperation baby attempt, babyface attempt from both him and Cody. I call him Homelander and Soldier Boy. Like that's who they are to me. It's <laughs> Homelander and his Soldier Boy. Cody clearly is ah. Homelander. Soldier Boy would be John Cena. I just right. feel like yeah, it's terribly about- appropriate. Why did I? Why did I think it's Soldier Boy? Uh, you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Every time I hear it, though, that's what I'm thinking. Every time I hear his name on the boys, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's- like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what? One of these. All right. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Hilarious. Crank Don't tell that. me you about the crank the soldier. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that, you you ain't never got to worry about that one. <laughs> so at the height of Soldier Boy, um, I, I had a, uh, I was, I was producing a radio show for a, uh, an urban station in Philly. And, um, there was uh, I photoshopped a picture of Tupac, Biggie, and Soldier Boy. <laughs> the host, the host was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It was I had to fire you on the spot. Like, get, get out, get out, grab, grab your shit, get out. You get Don't ever come back for that. <laughs> You're fired. Oh man, use the F one. Um. Wow. <laughs> Seth defeats Finn Balor with not interference, but the threat of the cash in from Damian Priest. Yeah, it's just further the dissension in Judgment Day. I, I don't agree with it. I hope they don't actually break up. Like it's just like dissension for dissension's sake, and maybe they have a ma- a blow off match, but don't actually break up. I don't think they should. I, yeah, I, I feel it's way too early. Agree. They're, they're just getting hot. Literally, like it's it's just to the point where, and it takes a good while for a faction to truly establish itself. They've gone through that, you know what I mean? Like they've gone through ups and downs. Let them let them be great for a little while before you start breaking them up. Yeah, the, let them all enjoy a nice run, all get some gold, all celebrate. Then you break them up a few years yeah. down the line. And let's not pretend that Finn taking that Intercontinental Championship from Gunter wouldn't be like a banger. It would be. It would be. Come on, man. You could do this. You could do this. Um, a lot of people were down on the fact that Damian Priest won 
uh, because they had L.A. Knight winning and they really wanted L.A. Knight to win. And when he didn't win, they went like nuclear. Me included. I did not see Damian Priest winning this. I, I, I'm i not really excited for him holding the belt, that uh, money in the bank really? either. Why so? I, I can't see a believable scenario where he cashes in and someone be like, oh, he might just take it. Like, even last night on Raw when he when he was teasing all that, I was like, he, he ain't going to cash that in. He, he ain't nothing going to happen. So, I, like, he, he's not a main eventer to be able to cash in and take that title. He's main evented. So he is definitely a main eventer. But I, uh, <laughs> I feel like... Um, Jinder For- Mahal is main event. Is he a main event? <laughs> he could have been. If they did him right, they, he could have been a main eventer. Um, if they, yeah, if they build him instead of just throwing the title on him. The, the, the thing about uh, a lot of the money in the bank guys is that you can't, even with Edge, like when he won it, before he won it, I was like, dude, there's no way Edge is going to be WWF, WWE champion. It's not possible. And then he gets it, and then you can see it, and you're like, oh, well, Clearly, this was the case all along. He, he could have been this guy. I think anytime there's a new champion before they become champion, you have you have you can't see it. I, I disagree. It's some people, but uh, I didn't see Edge as a main event, but I saw Jeff Hardy as a main event from day one, like early on. You're saying, yeah, okay. So there's, there's certain people you could see it with, but I just wait. You said you I didn't. See that. You said you didn't see Edge as a main eventer. No, but he he clearly he was one. I still, I still don't feel he's a main event. Really? Yeah. You don't think that Edge is a main eventer? No. I mean, obviously he's a main eventer, but I don't, I don't, I never got that vibe from him that he should be world heavyweight champion. Really? I always felt like he was just an upper mid card guy. Edge is. Uh, the, I think that the things that Edge has done as champion, none of that stuff like resonated as oh, he should, he's clearly he should be our champion. That moment in Toronto with him and John Cena looking at across the. People were in his emotion. You didn't, none of that. <laughs> no, I didn't really? register for me. It was like, why is this guy here? Why did he shouldn't be here? Wow. <laughs> okay, for years I felt the same way about Triple H. For years I felt the same way about Triple H because he came up at a time where, um, where you had The Rock, Stone Cold, mm-hmm. and The Undertaker, and those three were like mm-hmm. seriously beefing. And even there was even talk, it was really weird, but at the time there was talk about, you know, maybe China gets the WWE championship before Triple yeah. H does. So I was like, I could even see her doing it. And then when he did it, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Right, exactly. <laughs> Who is this guy? shouldn't have been in there. I, I, I did see him as a main eventer, obviously, because he had all those feuds with the Rock and Stone Cold. But and, like, Edge had all those feuds with... Edge had all those feuds with Cena and Chris Jericho and CM Punk. I don't even see CM Punk as a main event. I don't know. I have no idea why people like CM Punk. I can't see it at all. What is your What is your definition of a main event? I, I, I'm not a I'm not a big Punk fan either. But what is your definition of a main eventer? A main event is someone. This is gonna This is gonna disprove all that right now. But someone, obviously, someone who captures the crowd and someone who. Uh, as someone who captures the crowd, someone who 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 undoubtedly deserves to be champion, someone someone that's something special about them, like it, like you you think about them, you think of like a legend, like this person will be a legend, and I don't see that in CM Punk or Edge, even though Edge is now currently a legend. He really is, though. Uh... <laughs> 
He's on a legends contract. Um, yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I I've always seen, not always seen Edge as a as a main eventer. As I said, when he first won it, I was like, "There's no way." Once he got it, and I was able to visually see him with that joint, and I know they did the little celebration thing, him and Lita. Um, yeah. But after that point, I totally saw Edge in that main event picture. Batista, did you see Batista yes. as a main eventer? Yes, big guys. That's exactly. that's what it is for you. You just no, need a no, big no. You no, need no, big no, guys no. to be champion. No. That's I'm what it pissed, is. I swear. That's what it is. You don't see Edge. You don't see CM Punk. You probably didn't see Christian. Chris Jericho. No, I definitely didn't see Christian. Chris Jericho, yes. Chris Jericho, came, he came out hot. He, he came out as a main eventer. When he, had, when he had that face off with The Rock and he actually held his own, Like Chris Jericho was like, okay, he's on the top. He started out on the top of WWE. Hmm. Undertaker, you, you see Undertaker as a main eventer? Well, I wasn't there for the start. I was so no, there for no, the, you don't see the Undertaker as a main event. This is terrible. I see the Undertaker as a main event. Out here justifying your thoughts. <laughs> of it, course, I see Undertaker as a main event. I, but I, I started with the Ministry of Darkness, so it's like so you came in in the middle there. of the movie. You yeah, walked pretty in. Much. What the fuck is that flying around? Okay. Um... <laughs> You came in in the middle of the movie, and that's the only reason that you have any respect for The Undertaker, is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Essentially, like, that's the only reason is because you saw him as the Minister of Darkness. If you didn't see that, he would have been like Rudy Pooh, candy ass, just, just running around, <laughs> jobbing, losing the people left and right if you were the booker. He would have been like the gobbly gooker, pretty much. Wow. wow. I do not mean that. Wow. No, it's, it's out there now. You put it into I'm the back. universe. And you can't blame oh, it on computer glitching. Oh, but but so, all right. So uh, all jokes aside, though. So you don't see Damian Priest <sighs> as ever being a main eventer, or you don't see him as a main eventer now. I don't see him as a main eventer now. I feel like maybe he could be built to that, but I, I honestly don't see it happening. I see. I think that's the purpose of that briefcase is to build people to it. What, did you see Big E as a main eventer? Yes. I never did. I never saw Big E as a main eventer. Never, never saw Big E as a main eventer until he became the champion. Huh. Then it was like, okay, now I can kind of see what people were going for. But I didn't have that same bias with people like or Eddie Guerrero. You know what I mean? Uh, like the people who are still. I don't know. I don't. It's yeah, all about but, the but Eddie Guerrero had so much charisma. Like, how could you not put a championship on him? Yeah, didn't. Well, he was just. He was jacked, and he was a great technical wrestler. That's, so, that's Daniel Bryan, basically. Yeah. I never saw Daniel Bryan as a main eventer. He's a B-plus player. What? <laughs> now, he obviously lacked the charisma, but he made up so for much. it in ring. Charisma means so much to me. You never saw Shawn Michaels as a main eventer. I'm just running through the list now. I'm just throwing, putting words. <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels. I saw Shawn Michaels. He, he obviously put on the best matches around while while he was coming up and during the Attitude Era. Well, not during the Attitude Era. He was out there. I'm hurt, man. I'm hurt. Hurt. Edge. Not seeing Edge as a main eventer. Mm. Mm. I'm going to take your black What's card. Up, sir? What? For Edge? He's like, but that has nothing to do with it. What are you talking about? 
I can just say for Big E. How you not Big E? Come on, man. Oh man. Um, from from the moment day, uh, Big E debuted with Dolph Ziggler, I'm like, ooh, he's gonna turn on Dolph Ziggler and, and win that world championship. You know, I think what it is for me is that it took too damn long. Like it took so long man. for him to get to that point, and it, it's like, um. It was the same deal with Kofi. I was like, you know, I always saw it. I always saw the potential there. You know, maybe didn't see him as a main eventer, but I saw the potential for a main eventer. But they, they it took them so damn long, and they had gone through so much as the, the all right, so we'll have these guys splinter off. And then they, after they splintered off, it took them like five months to get back to TV. By that point, I'd forgotten about them, and I had gotten angry with WWE. Then they came back as preachers, and they're dancing, and unicorns, and... Yeah. pancakes i was like dude this is not championship material they not turned it into that, championship that, that, material that kind of killed it for me the yeah. whole the preacher thing yeah i i hated the unicorn thing in the beginning but then i started to i obviously started to enjoy it a little bit <laughs> <laughs> when i stopped watching in 2015 it was specifically because of the new day well it was yeah. like i stopped watching for a, a very long time it might have even been but Whenever it is that they they first left and then they never came back, and then I tuned in to see their debut, it didn't like it didn't make me want to watch any of it. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> it was it was yeah. it was weird, man. I, I couldn't. I I was like, "I'm not. No, I'm good." I think I did take a pause around then too, and I was just I was just watching wrestling news people tell me what's going on, just to keep up with it. Yeah, so I I, uh, I dipped out, but I mean, eventually they did draw me in, and I. Through that story, again, through great storytelling, you can make anyone believe anything. So in that, you know, few months between um, Ali going out for injury and then Kofi winning at WrestleMania, they made me believe that Kofi could be a main eventer again. You know what I mean? Like they kind of reinstilled it. I feel like they might be able to do the same thing with Damian Priest and the Masked Hope. But he's never been on that level. Like he's never been even close to sniffing the main event. So why? Well, neither, why I'm, now? Why now for him? I mean, why now for anyone? Why now for L.A. Knight? He's never been close to sniffing the main event. Why now for yeah, him? Yeah, L.A. Knight is super over right now, so he has a way better argument. Where's, where's the story for L.A. Knight? The, the, the fact that he's he's the fact that everybody loves him so much, like just the just the crowd that, pushing behind him. Is that this a story? Is the yes, movement all over again. Is that a we story? Have the yeah movement now. Is yeah. That, is that a story? It can be. Anything can be a story. Not a good story. If you already have the crowd behind somebody, that's an easier story to tell than to try to build somebody. Is that an easy story or is that the crowd is behind this person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I think I think there's a story already set up there and they just need to put it together. If you, got, you, you got the puzzle, just put the pieces together. If you're booking it, how are you booking him to, uh, let's say, you know, run it back. Kang came in, you know, he beat those charges, and now he is giving you an opportunity <laughs> to book LA Knight as the champion. All right, Mastope is booking LA Knight after he wins Money in the Bank. How are you getting him, to, how are you getting me to believe that he should be in the main event? I do believe that he should be, but it won't take much. Easy. Has Money in the Bank. Tease it week after week. And he's coming out there, on, on, I would say, on both Roman and Seth, just to throw the crowd off a little bit. And uh, I feel like SummerSlam, cash in at SummerSlam. That's too soon. Survivor Series, cash in at Survivor Series. 
After some shenanigans with Seth and Cody, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like it. And then he wins the World Heavyweight Championship. This is terrible booking. I did not. I'm looking for a piece of paper to show how paper thin this booking is. <laughs> I can't find anything. But you can do that with literally anyone. <laughs> that story. Not my best work. That's the story of literally every Money in the Bank holder. I'll work something out and I'll get back. To <laughs> you know, I'll, that, that'll be one of the AI things. That'll be the next ah, week's AI. Problem. There you go. Book him to become a uh, a world champion. I, I man, that's interesting, man. That's interesting. But no, I don't. I don't think it's over for LA Knight, which is where we started out at. I don't think <laughs> it's over for him. I think he'll be fine. People lose the money in the bank, and then somehow they're champion anyway. You know what I mean? Like it happens. Right. Then it, it, it's the possibility that he could win the money in the bank off of somebody. Off, yeah. off of Priest anyway, like that. I think that's happened before. Yeah. Or you could like organically get into a feud with Seth Rollins, and you know you're you're in that picture now. I don't think they're on the same show though. Where is LA Knight? Is he on SmackDown or Raw? I, 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 feel, I think he is on SmackDown. Okay, no, he's he, no, he's not going to make it. Um, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to make it. <laughs> maybe you know, you know, maybe you trade him for somebody so that he can be on. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, damn. Well, if he had the briefcase, it'd be easier, but, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He'll be fine. We, we took fine. this long circle just to come right back to here that he should have wanted no, to be. No, because I was, we were talking about, like, whether or not folks are main eventers. I forgot that he was on SmackDown because he had appeared on Raw so much. Um, and because I don't keep track of the rosters the way that I should. Uh, Neither does WWE. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's and again, like it's entirely possible that one Monday he could just pop up on an open challenge from Seth. Just show up. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm down. I can see it happening. In other words, he can be champion without the Money in the Bank briefcase. We have danced circles, my friend. <laughs> we have danced some circles today. We did a full waltz, tango, all that, oh, everything. Oh man, we have we even we haven't even gotten to Raw yet, have we? No, we haven't. We still on Money in the Bank. I think the last thing that we were going to talk about for Money in the Bank was that Logan Paul bump, where I thought that he like offed, like I thought he was gone. Speaking of, uh, of that that uh, men's ladder match, like Michael Cole was going off, man. Like, yeah, he was. He was reminding me of Jr. in the nineties. How Jr. would be, oh my god, that guy. he was he was. I was loving it. I was like, yes, we need more of this Michael Cole. Energetically, man, it was definitely some of his best work. I, I, I like Michael Cole as a commentator. Uh, I think that he's grown a lot over his course of, you know, since he's been there. Yeah, but they've, they've been they've been neutering him so much that we haven't seen this version of Michael Cole. And I'm, I'm happy he's actually getting to do it now. Right, right, right. It's, it's a lot different. I don't know if you've ever try to have a conversation with someone screaming into your ear as you're trying to talk to someone else or convey a thought it doesn't work out if we were trying to do this podcast and talk and i had somebody screaming into my ear what the hell are you doing you're going to be fired you know what i mean like it'd be so much it'd be so bad such a yeah I, I, not that we're like you know but i mean like you think it's bad now you think we go on tangents now <laughs> Because I, I, the restraint to not like yell back at someone right. who's yelling in your ear while you're trying to have a comment. You go, shut the fuck up, Vincent. Let me come back, man. I would have been snapped. I don't know. I didn't. I wouldn't have the patience uh, to to do that. So 
I couldn't do it either. Like, nah. bro. <laughs> Not the patient. I, I don't want to work anywhere where my job is constantly threatened. Like, exactly. Who wants that? No one. I mean, I, you know, I, and I guess you substitute. Okay, the idea that you're the you're you've got fame, which is you know one reason that people do it, and you're getting money, which is another reason that people do it. Um, so I guess they 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 love it on that end. But from like a purely like a me standpoint, there's like I would not be able to do that. Commentator position is a very special position, even more special when Vince was there because those people had to exercise tremendous restraint. Restraint. So yeah, but is it worth it though? Is it worth it to get abused? I mean, we're talking about Michael Cole now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're talking about him right now. I'm sure yeah, but I haven't talked about Michael Cole in years. This I'm, is the, like the first time. I mean, I'm sure that he's 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 made his fair share of money. He's not working at, you know, like a uh, he he could be anywhere other than a WWE. I think before this he was at ESPN or something like that. Somewhere somewhere I like that. Recall. Yeah. No, I don't know. But yeah, no. I I think, you know, if you're doing what you love and you can put up with it and God bless you. Yep. Yep. Some people could do it. Yeah. I guess we should jump into the raw review like before before things start to break down. <laughs> now that everything's going so smoothly, like why break up the band? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, dude, Judgment uh, Day is clearly not on the same page. Yeah. Total breakdown. That, 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 why did it look like it looked like mom and dad were fighting and Dom's in the middle? Like, stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. He's like, oh, you guys should be friends again. It was... I agree with you. They should not be breaking up. It's too early. Yeah, man. I, I need I need at least a couple more years of this. This is too good. So do you see it being a total breakup or do you just see it being someone's <laughs> getting kicked out? I'm I'm hoping it's not a total breakup. I'm hoping I'm hoping nobody gets kicked out either. I'm hoping it's just like a a feud within the faction and in the end they like shake hands, you got the baddest best to me. One of them win the title is like, okay, <laughs> you're the champ, you're the leader. And we could still be cool afterwards. I'm hoping. And then there's the possibility of the splintering with J.D. McDonough. Because, you know, he was teased. Finn's been looking. I mean, I wonder where he fits in with all of this. I wonder, because have they still been doing? I haven't seen anything continuing that. That's true. I think, uh, yeah, I think it happened maybe once or twice. And then we heard nothing else from J.D. McDonough. And maybe it's to throw us off the scent. Or Vince has abandoned it. Ah. I mean, I feel like... I wouldn't be surprised. I, yeah, it could be either abandonment or, or throwing us off the scent. Because they're throwing off this, us off the scent of the Hurt Business. And, you know, I feel like any week now. Any week now. <laughs> uh, yeah. MVP's going to come out there and... You remember MVP, right? Him <laughs> and Omos? And Bobby Lashley? Do you remember those guys? Doesn't ring a bell. You know what didn't happen? Enda Shear didn't beat up Shelton Benjamin and, and Cedric Alexander this week, so that's some kind of progress. Right? Maybe that we're is getting progress. It. No? Okay. <laughs> no, that isn't progress, because now they're not even on TV anymore. Oh, main event, I'm sure. Oh, man. Um, the Cody Brock deal, man. What do you think about that? I liked it. I like Cody Rhodes just straight took it to him. I don't like how Cody got the better of him. Without the titanium cast, like right. I, you get the better, you get the best of Brock Lesnar and and 
Dom Mysterio took you to your limits. Dom Mysterio, the Miz, a couple weeks back, like you've been getting your ass whooped left and right, but Dominic <laughs> Brock's the guy that you've got like his card, huh? <laughs> you straight, you straight up Molly Watt Brock, but you couldn't do this to the Miz. Come on, it was it was so it's so funny to watch, like because uh, Brock is like Brock is Brock, and Cody just comes out there. It was cool because immediately Brock started eating this cat, tossed him into the ring, and somehow Cody. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. How do you think their their uh their SummerSlam match should go? Uh what are they tied one win? and one there? Right? Yeah, they're tied one and one. Who should win this? Cody's probably gonna win, but I want Brock to win. Brock should win. Right. Because Cody can't beat Brock. Come on. He's not Seth or Roman. <laughs> right. He's, 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 he's not he's not a main eventer. Uh, 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 I know that would trick you. That's why I said it. Do you see him as a main eventer? I do. Just because, just because what he did outside of WWE. So my, not my I'm, man, huh? So not from like a strictly WWE standpoint, because of what no, he's done not, outside of it. Yeah, not at all. Strictly from WWE, he, my man was able to unite the indies and create a, a whole company, mostly off of his back. Mostly off of what he did in the Indies. And Tony's he was money. able to... Huh? And Tony's money. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Tony's money was a big part of it. But it, he, was able, he was able to take three other guys and they able to build a company just from what the, those other guys, all these guys could do. Are the Young Bucks main eventers? Probably as a tag team. I can see the main eventing as a tag team, yeah. yeah. All right, so... So you said based on what he's done in the WWE, he's not a main eventer. No. But you see LA Knight as a main eventer. And Cody Rhodes has defeated Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he's defeated <laughs> Seth Rollins. He's faced Roman Reigns. And LA Knight, he had that thing going on with Bray. He does not and he's over. He's over. I mean, he's just over, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, how is he a main eventer and not Cody? Because cause he's over. Cody's not over? The, 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 Cody's over. Cody's over. But the, the, the crowd want this, man. Give the crowd what they want. Give, give the crowd that Daniel Bryan moment. Or you know what? They could actually do do what they did to Daniel Bryan and go against him and make him more over. Mm. Mm. And pretend like it was on purpose. Mm. They weren't trying to bury him like they did with Daniel Bryan. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think you have you you win. You take it from Sammy Davis Jr. You are now the tap dance champion of the two thousands. I, I am all over the place today. This is not this. He's like, I didn't come here for a debate, motherfucker. I am a master debater. Whoa! Wait, slow down there, Turbo. Let's keep this thing rated G. Let's. Uh, what you do on your personal time when you're not recording podcasts and news is up to you, all right, my guy. <laughs> um, uh, what else, <laughs> bro? Jada Baszler, Ronda Rousey. Her promo on Ronda was everything. She she destroyed her, bro. It's like like she let out all that frustration all of these years. It's been building up, like you mother. <laughs> 
You came in here and you taking my dream away from me? Bro, How dare you? Rhonda looked like she was about to cry. Like Rhonda, yeah. like she really looked hurt. This that was this whole thing was great. The whole thing was yeah. great. I loved it. Most definitely. How she came out came out and started off with some hot fire. Did nobody want to hear you talk? I don't know anybody want to try and make down. sensitive words coming out of your face. Nobody <laughs> care. Oh man, she was two seconds away from calling her a bitch, by the way. Like I don't know whether or not you yeah. heard that one part. It was it was oh my god, dude. I've I now you insinuated on the live that you are not a fan of Shayna Baszler and that you don't like her. Um and that you have like deep seated hatred toward Shayna Baszler. Can you explain I'm sorry, hatred toward Shayna Baszler. Can you explain that? Facts. Well, it's very simple, sir. Shayna Baszler has has no no uh what do you call it? She has no say, like no, no, um, no, no, uh, claim to the, to the, to, to that she is any better than Ronda Rousey. Cause listen, Ronda Rousey didn't have to go to the Indies. Ronda Rousey didn't have to wrestle in front of 30 people because she was a star in the UFC. She made her name. Shayna Baszler. Her first dream was not WWE. She wanted to be a UFC fighter. And she failed time and time again to be a UFC fighter. And only then did she come to, to wrestling and try to make it to WWE and, and arguably only made it to WWE because Ronda Rousey was on the way. Hmm. But all of this is after you said... On the on the on the feed that she didn't bang with Shayna Baszler. I mean, like this whole Ronda story, like it hadn't even broke at that point. But on the live, no. you know, I said, you know, Ronda and Shayna, and you were like, yeah, Ronda, yeah, but Shayna, no. Like what? Prior to your uh, all of your 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 current displeasures towards Shayna, what what was it that that rubs you the wrong way about Shayna? I just don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not feeling her, man. I don't feel like even even she got a great promo last night but even her delivery i i don't feel as much it only hit as hard because it's it's truth between two supposedly friends that's the only reason i feel it hit as hard as it did but i'm i'm not a big fan of shana i don't feel like she's she's there Mm. i don't feel like she's she's you don't think she's a main eventer Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. I'm learning a lot about <laughs> the Mast Hope and his, I don't want to say biases or anything like that, but like who he considers to be a main eventer and who he doesn't. Like this is uh this has been a very, I'm learning, you know, yeah. A therapeutic experience. You should write a book. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like when we, when we really break down who the Mast Hope thinks is a main eventer and isn't, you know, I... She go down the list one day. Just break out the whole roster. Can he do it? Can he not? Drew, no. What do you mean no? Yes. All right, cool. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I, 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 I see now you were doing the little... Yeah. Uh, the, 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 Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> I mean, he did have that banger match against Matt Riddle. Speaking and of... He has he, Matt I, I, was waiting for, I was waiting for a banger match against Giovanni, and oh. then they just had that short match. Well, I was waiting for a banger, like a super banger match between Matt Riddle and uh, and Gunter, but 
<laughs> it did not quite work out that way. No. <coughs> About that. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, it's just saying Ronda uh, Natalia and Rhea. What the hell? Oh, that match between Natalia and Rhea. I I was here for it. I was here for yeah, it. Yeah, that that was a was a little bit of a sleeper match. Then. Yeah. I I half expected her just to get dominated again and she actually took it to Ronda. I mean, uh you got Ronda on right now. She actually took it to Rhea. Yeah, I'm, it's one of those things where you were talking last week about how um, folks are very pleased with the fact that Rhea is giving her opponents, you know, an opportunity to look like serious, incredible, and all. And you need that. Um, but yeah, that's it. You're building up everybody around you if you actually give them a chance to look good against you. So, with that, do you think that Natalia has any. Do you see? Do you see Natalia as a main eventer? <laughs> ah, <laughs> you're, you're thinking about this one, but Edge is clearly not. <laughs> no, but listen, right? What? <laughs> no, listen? listen, listen, listen. There's an argument to be had, right? Just based on. All right, when when Natalia won the championship, I was disappointed in her acting performance but her in-ring skill is obviously there which time which time were you talking about i don't remember because i know she beat naomi for one i don't think it was when she beat naomi was there something before that i'm sure there was i think she's a multi-time champion yeah yeah it was it was it was like her earlier one like her first one okay but then then her acting was so terrible it's like i understand why they didn't put the championship on you so she has the skill, but she doesn't have the acting. So she could be a main eventer if she just took an acting class. But uh, okay, but Edge, who's a whole actor and clearly has the skill, is oh. not a main. He doesn't have the skill. He's shitty in the. You're saying that Edge <laughs> is shitty in the ring, Adam Copeland? He's far from shitty in the ring. Just based on, just based on. Uh, the TLC matches, he's far from shitty on the ring. Okay, so what you're saying is he hasn't done anything good in the past, what, 17, 20 years or something like that? Like, nothing great? He keep putting words in him. It's just trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. The whole wrestle talk community is just gonna turn on him. Nah, shut this guy's channel down. He, oh, he man. Doesn't deserve Jeez. It. Then you'll be like me. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, uh, we should we should definitely break down the roster one day. And we just go okay. down the go down the line and say who do we think has potential to be whatever. <clears throat> What's the ceiling? And maybe we do like a certain number a week or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll work something out. Uh, finally, for Monday Night Raw, dude, Maxine Dupree. She she was super entertaining last night. She, she definitely sports entertained. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Which is something that I, I wasn't expecting from her. I don't know why. No, I, 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 I don't think we've ever seen anything like this from her yet. Right. And uh, she's showing what she could do. She's showing out a little bit. I, I, I liked it. But I, I still want Chad Gable to go off on his own. Yeah. So, but you, so do you see Chad Gable as a main eventer? Yes. Okay. 
Yes. Okay. He's borderline Kurt Angle in my opinion. Borderline Kurt Angle in your opinion. Okay. All right. Shannon Baszler is not a main eventer. Just to clarify. No, not, okay. not even a little bit. Asuka. Is Asuka a main eventer? Yes. Let's take a quick commercial break and come back. <laughs> I see you have a minute left. We don't have any commercials. <laughs> Let's just take a quick break and be right back after this. Sir Blackston. Oh, mother f***ing moss. The moss oh, I hate when they make these groups and then they lose. How are they going to get over losing? Raw Impact Radio. Raw Impact Radio, most likely the final segment. I mean, who knows? Sometimes we run over a little bit. But, uh, bro, how does how does the whole intro switch up on your part? What did you do? Because it comes in with, Sir Blackston, it's like high-pitched and everything. And then you come on there and the music gets serious. I mean, it's not like I, I used to be a computer programmer and, you know, I could get wow. into things. It's, wow. it's nothing like that, wow. you know? Wow. Wow. Anything else you'd like to admit on to this recorded line? I think I've confessed enough. <laughs> I am your uh, your current reigning defending world heavyweight champion, Sir Blackston, and he is the masked hope. And, bro, we got questions. We got questions from human beings. Not from AI. Although I did, AI. I thought all of our questions. I did AI. do some things with the AI. Um, sounds sounds weird when I say it like that. I did have the AI <laughs> create some things, and I, I think earlier we were talking about um, like the lyrics. Do I don't know how we're going to record this, but this needs to happen. I need I need an artist. I need someone who can who can rap, put some words to beats. Um, but I, I had it do some things. I mean, you know, maybe we can jump into it if, you know, I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> you run the show. You know, I'm just kind of the But if you want to, I mean, we could we could toy around with this whole wrestling with AI thing. But we well, can, let's, know, let's check it out. Let's, know, let's, let's investigate. Let's, saying, let's see what's going on. I'm just yeah. saying, you know what I mean? I'm just a champion. <laughs> yeah, that's all I do as a champion. Uh, so what we did was um, I took a look at a, a feud that has apparently met its end. It was a it was a brief feud between Dominic Mysterio and Cody Rhodes. And I, I took a look at what the WWE did. First off, how would you define their feud? What was what was their feud based on for what we actually got? Our test subject. Beats me. Well, what, what was their feud based on? Just basically Dom and Mommy trying to Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Dom is a real man. He slapped him and then he ran. So <laughs> the whole feud was based on that, as far as I can tell. Yeah. yeah. Very little creative from that standpoint. So first off, when you use the AI thing, it came up with an entire title for the joint. So the name of their feud, according to the AI, this is the prompt that I said. I said, I'm looking for a story of how a feud would go between Dominic Mysterio, who believes his father abandoned him, and Cody Rhodes, whose father never accomplished his dream of becoming WWE champion. So that was the prompt. They came up with something called the Shadows of Legacy. Ooh. <laughs> this is intriguing already. Right? Uh, it's weird because it starts off with, once upon a time... <laughs> as every good story does in the world of professional wrestling two young men found themselves entangled in a bitter feud that would test their resolve challenge their beliefs and force them to confront the ghosts of their fathers' pasts 
This is the story of Dominic Mysterio and Cody Rhodes, two second-generation wrestlers whose paths collided in an emotional roller coaster of betrayal, redemption, oh, and self-discovery. Dominic slaps Cody. The end. Uh, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio, the son of legendary wrestler Rey Mysterio, had always carried a deep-seated resentment towards his father. Growing up, he believed that Rey had abandoned him, leaving him to navigate the treacherous world of professional wrestling alone. This is like this is the AI saying this shit. Bro, this is this is nice. <laughs> Dominic's bitterness fueled his desire to prove himself, to show the world that he was more than just Rey Mysterio's son. On the other hand, Cody Rhodes, the son of the iconic Dusty Rhodes, was plagued by the weight of his father's unfulfilled dreams. Dusty had always yearned to capture the elusive world championship, but despite his immense talent, he fell short time and time again. Cody felt burdened by the expectation placed upon him, haunted by the fear that he too would be unable to achieve greatness. There are about three more paragraphs here, so I mean, if you want me to skip past it, we're good to go. Uh, <laughs> there, huh? That's like an audio book right there. I, I'm ready to to get a bubble bath going and get my <laughs> wine, <laughs> sit back and relax and listen to this story like, with okay. Erica Badu running in the background. <laughs> I think you just made my, my 4th of July, sir. <laughs> I just pictured a mass hope with a towel around his head. <laughs> Sitting in a bathtub. <laughs> Listening to the thing about Cody and Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little cucumbers over my eyes. <laughs> Exfoliating and shit. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, um... Their, <laughs> their paths finally crossed in the squared circle and the stage was set for a clash of legacies. Dominic, fueled by his anger and resentment, confronted Cody, accusing him of riding his father's coattails of never having to fight for his place in the wrestling world. Cody, however, <laughs> saw through Dominic's facade, recognizing the pain in his eyes and the longing for validation. As their rivalry intensified, Dominic's anger began to waver, replaced by a growing understanding of his father's sacrifices. Similarly, Cody's perspective shifted as he witnessed Dominic's determination to forge his own path. Both men discovered their father's legacies were not shackles, but sources of strength, inspiring them to embrace their own destinies. This is the final sentence, the final uh, paragraph. The feud reached its climax in a grueling match where Dominic and Cody unleashed their pent-up emotions, their frustrations, and their ambitions. In the end, it was not a victory that defined their feud, but a newfound respect for each other's struggles. Dominic realized that his father had never abandoned him, but had paved the way for him to become the person he was meant to be. Cody, in turn, understood that his father's dreams... Why does it stop? Why does it stop? Okay, understood that his father's dreams, uh, and that's it. Like, that's where it stops. I don't know why. Uh, now, I, now I'm kind of disappointed in it. Yeah, it did, it did end with a whimper instead of a I, bang. I feel like part but, of it got cut out, though. Because I, I asked it. I went back and I asked. Well, I was like, well, who won? And it was basically like, it's not about who won. <laughs> <laughs> it's about these two finding their way. I was like, yeah, but... 
but AI, I want to know who the winner is. <laughs> it was like, this feud is beyond victories. <laughs> like, just drop it, all right? Like, what's Talk around me, AI motherfucker. <laughs> I think Cody would have won, but it would have been one of those deals where they have like a five-star match. Yeah. And at the end of the match, Dom gets up, they shake hands, and this will be Dom's face turn, obviously. Yeah. So I, they yeah. just wrote Dominic's face turn, which is interesting. I liked it. I, I think that it's it's interesting fantasy. It, it, it sounds very awesome. I think WWE's going to fire all the writers now. <laughs> we, may, we may need to bury this story. <laughs> Let's cut that part out. Quit edit. You know, we'll put that behind a paywall. That's what we'll do. We'll create a paywall and put that behind the paywall. Yeah. Okay. People are like tuning out already. They're unsubscribing. <laughs> yeah. Blocking. Cut that shit off. You mean money from me? Hell no. <laughs> So let's get into these questions, man. Dave Petrosky, who I actually met. Weird story. Somebody knows what, does he know you're seven foot two? We met. I'm not seven foot two. But we uh so I'm I'm driving around. Seven foot three. I know he's a realtor. So I'm like driving around in the northeast. I had to uh I think I was meeting up with like my cousin or something like that. And I see all of these signs for an open house run by Dave Petrosky. I was like, wait, is this the same guy? So I pulled up and I was like, yo, dude. Do we watch wrestling together? He was like, Sir Blackston? I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> it's just, it was just really cool. Really, really interesting. Wow. Movie. Yeah. Man, I'm jealous. You know, you always have some stories. I got zero you stories. You got plenty <laughs> of stories, man. Like that time that your brother whooped that guy's ass when he was in the fourth grade. <laughs> You're right. I do have some stories. <laughs> stories. Okay, I got a couple out. Yeah, you got, got stories, okay. man. Okay. Uh, did that actually make the podcast? Or, no, I put that in. It was in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was in there. <laughs> Dave Petrosky asks, why the hell does Heyman still have two belts? Because it's not it's not officially unified, pretty much. The universal title is still its separate entity. Is it? Wh- where does it live? On Roman shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> It is oh, it's, show. it's weird that they introduced the new belt and they didn't take away the other two. I mean, I like I like, you know, me. I love sitting uh, alternating colors anyway, but it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, it was supposed to be the the unification, but they they still want him to have the separate universal count and the WWE championship count. So they're it's still not technically unified even though he has this new unified belt. Which is weird. If Jay beats him, is Jay now, is he, because uh, according to the title of the championship, there's no more WWE title. It's now the universal title. Like, that's the name of the belt. So, yeah. So, is Jay WWE champion or undisputed? How can Cody ever finish the story if he can't be WWE champion because there's no <laughs> WWE championship? This lets you know that Roman ain't losing that title anytime soon until those other titles disappear from the background. Like, oh, snap, I think Roman's going to lose. Who knows, man? That Very interesting stuff. Uh, UA asked us last week um, who would have the better show between Forbidden Door and Money in the Bank. This week, part two of my question um, from last week. Who had the better event, Money in the Bank or Forbidden Door? Love you guys' work. Keep it up. Thanks very much, UA. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, UA. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Some of us are champions. But, okay, you, as a guy who saw both, I guess this is your question. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. If you just want to go based on matches, then uh, AEW had the better show at Forbidden Door. But story, you can't beat the Bloodline story. Like, not even a little bit. Not even close. 
So, so it, I, pick I, your poison. Which yeah. which one you like more? One held the sports entertaining uh, side of it, and the other definitely the pro wrestling side. Exactly. RK, do you think Roman will turn babyface again after the bloodline stuff is over? And if so, how well would his mic skills and charisma adapt to the new role? I 100% think he'd turn babyface. I think all this is to lead to a babyface turn. After he's all alone, everybody turns on him. I'd see the crowd giving him a standing ovation when he finally loses that title. And he's officially a face again. Now, how he would adapt, I'm not sure. Because his cold delivery is kind of like heel, like, acknowledge me. You know, you can't, can't be asking people to acknowledge you as a face. But I think you can. I, I, I think you, you can. You would think he can. See, I don't see, I don't see Roman as being a full-on heel right now. Like, because I look at it from... You ever go to a horror movie? Maybe you take a young lady to a horror film and she's like, oh my God, oh, the killer and everything, right? And then you whisper in her ear, you know, the movie's a lot less scary when you imagine yourself as the killer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> what? So when you when you put yourself in the shoes of this person who's been vilified, who's oh. been who people say that he's a heel and that he's he's an awful human being, and you say, Man, if that were me, and I want to bring my cousins along and you know, maybe along the way I gotta go upside the head a couple not physically. You know what I mean? But you know, it's, yeah, it's the world of wrestling. In the world of wrestling, you gotta go physically. But I mean, sometimes, you know, you gotta course correct. You gotta set people straight. And it's so that, you know, we talked about this last week. I think that he's just a guy who wants to do the best for his family and his community, make sure that everyone can eat, the elders, the youth, everyone. So I don't see him as being a total heel. With that being said, let's say that he is a heel. I think he could be exactly who he is on the babyface side. Cut his promos the same and everything. Nothing needs to change about the character. Just a matter of who Roman. he's facing. Roman Reigns is Joe Jackson right now. And How's Jerry he Uso is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he's beating Wait, that boy back to, to try to make him the greatest star in the world. <laughs> and his name no was Joe as well. <gasps> his name was Joe as well. Full circle. See how I came full circle just like that? Wow. Wow. I see your point. Um, I'll, I'll stand down. You win. <laughs> Podcast over. Let's shut it, shut it down. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that said, no, I do, I do think that uh, Roman can. I think he could do. I don't think that he needs to change at all. That, I'm, I'm going to disagree, man. I think, I think his, his whole aura his heel aura and he needs to I don't know needs to face it up I don't know I don't know how he's gonna face so face turn the way he, he carries himself I thought that he turned enough when he uh when he started announcing like where he is like the cheap pot cheap pop of you know Pittsburgh acknowledge me yeah. you know what I mean and not just acknowledge me or whatever um I think that that was I think that was baby face enough I feel like that was a pretty strong face turn <laughs> do you yeah, he's been betrayed by everyone. Poor guy. Poor guy. Well, he, he hasn't come in every time, basically. Because he wants. All right, we're not going down this rabbit hole again. We're not going down this rabbit hole again. But yeah, okay. Yep, he sure does have it coming. 
that <laughs> asshole Roman Reigns, he sure does have it coming. So, uh, we definitely get off the rails. This RW3165, who won the women's tag turmoil match? Dude, you didn't have to ask that here. It was a green and yeah, Chelsea Green and uh, uh, Sonya I love the way DeVille. she says that, by the way. That's a that little extra flair she puts that Chelsea Green. I, I like it. I like it better when it's just as a singles, as a tag team, it, it feels kind of weird. Like when she says Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. <laughs> yeah, right. kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I do like the way she says that. Steven Lolly, do you think Drew should dethrone Gunter? If not, who? Uh, I kind of want Drew to, to go for a main title, the world title or the universal or, the, you know, undisputed championship. But if this is all they're giving him right now, why not defeat Gunther? But Gunther should still beat uh, the Honky Tonk Man, Rain. Which I think he has be a long time. Yeah, I think he has a, a good. I think they, he's got some time before he's there. At least yeah, six I feel like he's still got a year, maybe. Really? Yeah, so, I think so if it's like that, maybe maybe not. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't need Drew to hold the Intercontinental Championship. Like, it's yeah, just, he's been there. Yeah, uh, really, who, who I want to, which is the second part of the question, I want Sheamus. I still want Sheamus to get that IC belt under his because he, he's so he's been so good for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that he he yeah. kind of deserves it. So, isn't that all he needs for the Grand Slam? That's all he needs. Young yeah, up-and-comer. Get, de- you know what I mean? Young up-and-comer Seamus. <laughs> make it happen. It's definitely about, give it to him. You got to build the next generation. You know what I mean? You got to do the honors, put people over. So, 40 is the new 25. 40, 40 is the new 20, 25. Bradley Reed. <laughs> Bradley Reed. They have recently been putting matches in the background while commercials play. That's not really a question. I guess he's asking how Uh-oh. we feel about that. I, I did notice that they started doing the picture in picture that AEW did. I, when I was watching, uh, when I was watching it Raw, it's like, wait, did they always do this? Like, I don't remember ever seeing this. I know they were doing it on SmackDown before Raw, and that's where I first noticed it. But now that they're doing it on Raw, I would say that it's just a part of their thing now, which I'm fine mm. with it. I, I don't mind it. If taking more from AEW though. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that as the both companies grow or whatever, they're going to take more from each other. You know what I mean? 100% agree. But, um, but then they're going to still yell at AEW as a competition. Yeah. I mean, you got to at some point get the devil is due. Um, as far as that, though, have you ever been? Well, you've been to live events where they don't have the picture in picture. And you can tell when they're not when they're not yeah. wrestling for TV. And, you know, it I mean, really basically human. slows down. Yeah. And it practically fine. stops. That's fine. It's fine if they do that. You know, I mean, they chill for a minute. I remember the one um, where Booker T and Kurt Angle were facing off for the WCW championship years ago, damn near two decades ago, probably a little bit more. Um, it went to commercial break, and I think Booker T might have had uh, Kurt Angle in like a headlocker. He was doing something offensive, and it went to commercial mm-hmm. break, and he stopped. He just looked around, and he picked up the mic, and he just destroyed the crowd. It was great. <laughs> and then, you know, he puts the mic down, gets right back to the hole. They come back from the break. <laughs> it was good, man. It'd be like an odd breakup, though. Like just suddenly let go. And... It's just to fuck with people. It was on fuck with people. Um, Trevi T Talk. What was your? How did? How would you rank? I'm gonna reword his his deal. How would you rank the Money in the Bank matches with your favorites to your least favorites? Oh, oh. 
I don't even remember who was on the damn card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Let me go back for a second. Mm. Making me do homework and whatnot. Uh, right. I, now, when I go to Google Docs. Good thing I, I have my money in the bank notes here. I do not. Yeah, I'll just. Need a top three. Okay. I, all right, cool. Um, For me, my, my favorite match, the one that obviously I think most people would say is the biggest of deals, the, the number one favorite for me would be Roman, the Roman, the bullet, the bloodline civil war is like my number one. Yeah, of course that, how could that not be number one? Right. That, that just, yeah, it's pretty much match of the night. Sorry, the night. Right. Um, my second would be the women's money in the bank. Same. That was, I feel like that was, that was a real banger. Cause, uh, and the stuff they did with the handcuff, that was something different. Very innovative. The, yeah. the third one for me, and I know it's not the third one for you, is going to be the women's tag match because it's something I wanted to see for so long with Shayna turning on Ronda. You're right. That's not the third one. I know because you don't. You hate Shayna. Uh, go on. <laughs> hate is a strong word. Hat you hat Shayna. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. I'll I'll take that one. Oh, I want to say Finn and Seth. That would be mm. number three. That would be next for me, Finn and Seth. That, that was a, a really good match. It was. It was. Um. Yeah, next for me is Finn and Seth. What's your What's your four? <laughs> did we say the man's money in the bank yet? We did not. Yeah, I think that would be my four then. Okay. I'm trying to think of what else is in there. The uh, Gunther Riddle. That'll be last, in my opinion. <sighs> All right, so I got. Uh, I'll, I'll take Men's Money in the Bank next. Um, after that, I've got I've got Gunther Riddle. Yeah, because that wasn't really much of anything. That was pretty much more or less a squash match. Right. What's next for you? Yeah, that was it. Uh, got Cody Gunther and Riddle's Dominic. Little. Oh, forgot about that. Well, yeah, that, that's above the above Gunther Riddle. For you? Yeah. It's last. Yeah. It's last for me. <laughs> it's last. Last. Seven. Number seven. They would actually be did something. Like, yeah, he won. <laughs> he won. He dominated Dominic, and then he won the match. See, now you're just hatting on Cody. I can't. No, I, you know, what it is is people hat people who support Demank. Because they don't want them to. Hating uh, Dominique supporters is what it is. So I would assume your last match is uh, is Gunther Riddle. Yeah. Okay. It's because it was a squash match. I wanted more action out of them, especially on a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, of course the return of Drew and all of that stuff. Um. Second to last, Justin Gutierrez. Who do you think is the next head of WWE? I wonder what they mean by that. Uh, that sounds like a sounds like a board question, you know? What I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> Do they mean who's taking Vince's spot next, or 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 what? I don't I don't know what that creative or what, what do they mean? I don't know what they're I don't know what that means. Um, I probably should have asked them a follow up question. I, I I guess whoever Endeavor wants to be is the exactly, correct answer. Once Vince done, it's it's all up to Endeavor. Now, right, right, it's all up to Endeavor. Um, they've got a parent company now, so they got to play by parent company rules. Uh, yeah. that's where, yeah. So, 
So Shane McMahon. Shane O'Mac in the building. I'm gonna call him Shane O'Back. No. <laughs> no. Not, not Shane O'Back. No. Why? Just <sighs> next question. <laughs> Next and final question, Daniel, Daniel Bartholomew, what WWE conspiracies would you like to find out whether or not they were real? I can't even think of any conspiracies at the top of my head. For me, the Canadian, what was it? The, the, the Montreal Screwjob, because that's where it happened. I want to know whether or not they were, it was all a, a, a carefully orchestrated plot. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't see it being a plot, though. They... For years, Brett wasn't even coming around WWE. Yeah, bad mouthing them in the press. Look, you got to keep the gimmick alive. MJF, come on, he's MJF in it. Got to keep the gimmick alive <laughs> for decades. For decades, petty petty hat in the building, the pettiest. <laughs> I, I I'm curious. I do want to know. Yeah, that's mine. That's my big conspiracy theory. I don't, I, I don't even know that much conspiracy theories to be able to. I try to avoid conspiracy theories because I feel like most of them are just people reaching. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't really have one. There's one about uh, CM Punk was sent to AE. What was it? See, he was sent to AEW to destroy it from the inside or something like that. Um, but CM Punk just destroys everything in his life, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> now piggybacking off of oh, mine, yeah. people had the same idea about Brett and like Diesel and Razor. All of those folks were, you know, sent to WCW to destroy it. I mean, that's that's another conspiracy theory. Yeah, except, except they were beating WWE for a while, but they're gone. So it's like hey. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I don't subscribe to conspiracy theories because it, it's you can't prove it. It's yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing to back it up. It's just people speculating. Right, right, right. All right. So you don't have one. Not, not really. Mm. Okay. So yes, I no. Never mind. I was in your comments, and uh, you you posted a, a story about uh, Kevin Nash coming down on L.A. Night. Ah. I see it a little bit. He was saying basically that uh, Ellie Knight is, you know, he's, he's acting a lot like The Rock. A lot of his act was borrowed by the borrowed from The Rock. Um, I didn't see it a few weeks back, but after going back and listening to his promo and kind of watching his delivery, I kind of I, I see it a little bit, but I don't see it to the point where it'd be like an issue yeah. or anything. Yeah, I I don't see it to the level where he's like ripping off The Rock like like Kevin Nash claiming it's 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 he sounds like The Rock. It's somewhat inspired by The Rock. Not even like completely. Not even like he's taking The Rock and putting it firmly in his thing. And he's been in the business 20 years. Right. So he's fine-tuned what he wants to do already. So I just feel like it's it's another one of those cases of an older wrestler. Old and bitter. <laughs> old and grumpy old wrestler. bitter Kevin Nash. Somebody said, well, no one's ever wanted to be like Kevin Nash in the industry. And I'm like, well, that's not true at all. Because I saw Kevin Nash in Test, like when Test yeah, first came yeah. on the scene, I saw I saw a lot of Kevin Nash. Like even his moveset, the big boot and the jack. You know what I mean? Like there were some things that he would do. Test 100%. was dope. Test was awesome. Test was. was awesome. Um, just that last ECW run was like crazy. Um, but also Glenn Jacobs 
very much wanted to be like Diesel to the point where he <laughs> dressed like him for several months. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You I got, mean, definitely wanted imitation is the best better. form of flattery. <laughs> Maybe that's why Kevin Nash is taking it so hard. It's like these, they were trying to be me, man. When they, no, when they, they tried to be him, they like by the name, <laughs> with the name and everything. He said, I'm going to be you. The gear, the music. I am you. I'm not, I'm just, this is an homage. I'm not paying homage to you. I am am you. you. Can I tell you my biggest regret as far as those two, uh, like Razor Ramon and Diesel, is that I never, um, I never got to see their entrances live. Like, it's something about seeing a wrestler's entrance live. I always wanted to see Razor Ramon in particular, because first off, his music had to hit after the car swerve. Like, it hits you right there. So I really wanted to see that. But, um, I never got to see their entrances live. The very first wrestling event I went to was Mind Games, September 22nd, 1996. Don't ask. And <clears throat> there's a backstage segment where they show Razor and Diesel. And I got excited. But then, like, my heart sank because I was like, well, if they're showing them backstage and they're not showing their faces, that means they're not going to come out. I'm not going to see this fucking entrance. And I never got to experience either one of their theme songs live. I don't know. Uh, man. You got anything else you want to you talk about in these, in these final moments? Of this off the rails of off the rails edition, it's argumentative. Where's my new book? Where's your book? You got a book? You be yeah, writing? I, I, Yo, yeah. Congratulations, bro! You be writing and whatnot. That's crazy. That's crazy. These words and shit. Work. I I go over all my stories, bro, right in the book, and then I. Wow. 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 What is that? It's total student. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, play the Yeah. My man. <laughs> Mike. Mike back Mike in the building. Oh, uh, I ain't getting nothing. I'll be honest with you, I got excited when you brought out the book. And then to see now that there's nothing in there. <laughs> kind of <laughs> go back at the story is like, eh. Oh, what do you think about have you heard little Uzi Vert sampled? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's music. Immediately, I was thinking, man, this would be like, it would be dope to have Lil Uzi Vert, who's from Philly, rap Nakamura to the ring at WrestleMania 40. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but that's just for him to lose to LA Knight in a non-championship related match. So mm-hmm. like, why would why would we do this, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I'm sad, man. I take everyone on the journey with me. You know, if I'm sad, everyone is sad. That's extra sad. I don't know if you want to talk about this, but apparently, allegedly, Jacob Fatu stealing from a nonprofit. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, apparently a nonprofit paid him to make an appearance. Um, he took the money, sold them something, some family emergency came up, and he has been ghosting them ever since. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know enough about that story. I'd have to take a look at it and see what's what's going on there. That's I mean, if that is the case, that's that sucks. But you know, yeah, they took it to a new, the local news channel in well, Wisconsin. I have to look it up. That's kind of uh, yeah. I'll have to look it up. I've worked yeah. a lot with nonprofits in the past, and uh, they work very hard to get their funding. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and apparently, this isn't the only ones he's done it to. When they put their story out, they're like. At least five other people came out and said he's done that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. That, that kills this whole WWE 
possibility right there. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. The whole thing is alleged. Even even the manager is getting in on those, on those allegedly. So. Yeah. This guy. Is he flying? I see his shadow on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can fly. <laughs> he is the son of the Max Hope. Of course, he can fly. It's like blocking out the sun. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's just, he's just here. He's just eclipsing you. Just real, hovering. Real quick, man. Do you want to uh, give your? Uh, do you want to plug your your stuff that you plug? Oh, of course, I'm the Max Hope. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. My YouTube kind of stalled because they stopped posting shorts. But, but uh, I'm getting back there. And uh, Three Legacies Wrestling has the Red Rose Rumble coming up in August. Mm. A stadium event. They've been selling out the arena they were in so much before. They decided to expand it. So I'm looking forward to this battle royal. It's going to have Heath Slater, Rhino, Shannon Moore, somebody else, Ricardo Rodriguez, of course. It, it's going to be it's going to be a banger. I can't wait. Now, are, is this the one that you? Or possibly, maybe, hopefully, okay. There's still a chance. So everything that Shayna said about Ronda Rousey basically applies to you in terms of just waltzing right in and making your debut at a big stadium event like WrestleMania, basically, because it's outdoors. It's an outdoor stadium event at WrestleMania. So you're Ronda Rousey. By the way, how's your car? Are you okay, sir? Are you safe? Ronda got our ass kicked. Did Honda? <laughs> Honda Rousey, uh, Rousey is, is is long is long paralyzed from the neck. <laughs> Damn. And I am Sir Blackston. <laughs> that was kind of spooky. You just turned to the camera. Sure, I look like an eight bit blob of digitization. Okay, but I am your current reigning defending world heavyweight champion, and you can follow me at Sir Blackston everywhere, almost everywhere. Not everywhere, but almost everywhere. And uh, and we out. Peace. Peace. Thanks for checking out Raw Impact Radio. Follow us on social media at Raw Impact Radio. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.